Hi, this is Andrea Tran, and you're listening to Cut to the Chase. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase. This is your host, Gregory Proctor. We're going to be talking about episode 39 today, the importance of leveraging. Leveraging. Wow. I mean, that's such an interesting and intriguing topic, Greg. Why would you bring up that as as something that you want to talk about? Well, I'll tell you what. I have a featured guest today that really is going to bring some relevance in the terms of techniques, how to multiply gains and losses, how to apply concepts at power of leveraging so you can achieve a lot more, not only in life, but in business. Because without the power of leveraging, your reward is restricted to only the amount of work and energy you apply to a task. And trust me, folks, that's crazy. So let's jump right into this. I want to take a deep look and give my special guest proper ado with her intro. Because she is an exceptional licensed realtor in Houston. We find that she's always been attracted to stories of transformation and learning how others manage to overcome their circumstances using opportunities for massive growth. These things captivate various tales and surface in the root that is often times that we talk about the raw experiences. And of course, that's cut to the chase. Now, let's talk about our special guest. She is a native of New Orleans, moved to Houston in 2005 and has grown her professional network in global marketing and research and mastering competitive sales skills. And of course, her dire love for the city of Houston. Go Rockets, I tell you. She's been in real estate industry for 13 years. She's a proven leader in land development and real estate uh, sales. After working in numerous premier home development companies in Houston, She has become a specialist in guiding the first time and season home buyers alike to find their perfect home. She thoroughly enjoys the ability to connect with others, build relationships, guide her clients in one of the most important decisions of their life. She also favors being a part of realtors and their families and establishing their dreams in a seamless and exciting transaction process. She is currently now serving as a Director of Business Development. She has priorly served as a Senior Sales Consultant and a Senior Sales Consultant in other various, um, should I say, home uh, purchasing or should I say home buying companies or home building companies. She holds an Associate's Degree in Real Estate from Long Star College. She also holds a Real Estate License from the State of Texas. She serves as a member of the Associate Greater Houston Builders Association, HRA and AREAA. Overall, to our listeners, she has advanced experience in being able to assess her clients with the extensive marketing knowledge by gathering neighborhood insight, aggressive negotiation skills, and having experience with custom builders, interior design, and new home construction, which benefits our clients in servicing and guilting them through the home buying process. When you think about our special guests, and I'm not going to hold her up because I know she's got some remarks she wants to say, I just want to say 
happy birthday to our special guest before I let her talk. But when you look at our special guest, you find that not only is she a a outstanding real estate agent, but she also enjoys working out, traveling, helping out with charity work, and certainly hanging out with loved ones. I mean, after all, I mean, we've been in this COVID situation for such a long time. If you don't love your loved ones by now and found out things about them, uh, you probably are not in love. <laughs> yeah, I don't so know anyway, after that. <laughs> so anyway, here she is. Andrea, what do you got to say for us? Uh, that is quite a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the introduction. Um, I mean, I'm excited to be here. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, it's been a delight to have you on board. You know, I mean, I think this kind of this topic kind of resonated when you when you brought it to life. And then, of course, for me, you know, I'm always I'm giving props to people that I communicate with. You know, I'm always giving the likes, the love and and basically showing the appreciation and gratitude. And 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 honestly, when we talked about our intro call about talking about the importance of leveraging, I was like, oh, that might be good because I started asking you questions. I'm like, hmm, hey, I've seen you with this. I've seen you with that. I've seen you with that. You're like, hey, Greg, you know, don't worry about that. And I was kind of like, wow, okay, all right. So let's let's kind of jump right into some of our questions. Let's yeah, talk about, sure. let's, let's talk about Audrey. I mean, you were born and raised, is that correct, in New Orleans? Born and raised in New Orleans. Um, I have three siblings. I'm the oldest of four. Um, I've worked pretty much my entire life. Shout labor was free, you know, growing up in my household. Um, so it's kind of ingrained in me to work. I don't really know what is it not to work. Um, you know, it's just part of my DNA, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so when you grew up, you basically, you know, as I recall from some of the things that we had talked about, you said that, you know, your parents kind of invoked, you know, great work, work ethics into, you know, you and your siblings. And, and therefore you just kind of, you kind of played that forward as a part of where you are today. So, so kind of walk us through when you left New Orleans and you moved to the greater metropolitan area of Houston, you know, you, you kind of like stepped into something that, you thought was a career path, but then it ended up not being really the direction that you wanted to go. Walk us through that. Okay. So basically when I was in New Orleans, um, I was in college at the time and I lived there with my sister. Everyone else already moved out into different states. Um, and you know, from there, Hurricane Katrina came. We ended up having to evacuate and then we came, uh, we moved to Houston. My mom refused to let us move back to New Orleans, so we decided to plant our roots in Houston. And uh, I worked for a while, tried to figure out what I really wanted to do, work various jobs. I mean, I went from working as a club promoter to working at a uh, golf shop in there at the Brand Ambassador Park. And then eventually I worked at a Tibet Buddhism temple, which I'm Catholic, which is really funny. And um, I realized that I needed to find my passion. And at that point, I really wanted to go into interior design. Interior design was something that I really loved to do. I had a, I have a knack for fashion, so I kind of wanted to go hand in hand. Fast forward, finishing school, I realized that I'm not gonna make a lot of money doing, I mean, doing interior design. So I decided to get my real estate license. 
during that journey, I went back into fashion because starting into the business was really hard because, you know, I was really young and, you know, a lot of people didn't want to talk to you when you're really young, basically they don't think you're experienced. Um, and then social media and internet and stuff wasn't as big as it, it is today uh, to give you that platform to talk about. Um, and, you know, I excelled in that, got into um, new home sales where I worked for various builders and I basically sold their products and I helped uh, families pick out, uh, you know, picking out like things for their home and my, that interior design of, of, of my of my interest was able to help others make their home into something magical then i decided to go back into real estate uh full time because i had so many families that have helped that i that needed help selling and, and buying and leasing so i ended up uh opening up my own team and working for a really large uh firm out here in houston and that's kind of where I'm at today. You know, it's just something that I love to do. I eat, sleep, and breathe it every day. Uh, I, I, when I travel, I go look at houses. You know, I'm so like the atypical that needs to know how to take a vacation that I don't. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, and, and and that's something that you know, you and I, we kind of just so that our audience kind of understands how we kind of connected. Obviously, we connected through LinkedIn. You know, I'm in the process or, or soon to be in the process of working on a, a very large LNG project, perhaps if it ever gets kicked off. And I reached out to you because I'm like, hey, you know, we're going to be in the market of buying and, you know, we want it to be in the city. And so, you know, from my perspective, I was like, well, you know, I've got a huge you know, outreach of people that I know. And, and obviously you and I had been talking and I, and, and that's really the first stint of how you and I truly connected. And, uh, unfortunately, you know, we're still waiting on that project to get off the ground. I'm still in San Antonio. <laughs> I'm excited for you guys to come to Houston though. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, obviously I think all, all of my fans that listen to cut to the chase, they know I'm a season ticket holder for the Rockets. They know that uh, I love, you know, just the, the overall experience of, of being there in the Houston metropolitan area, along with the energy, because I mean, it, it, it's, 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 there's just so much, uh, there's so much camaraderie when it comes to sports, you know, when, when it comes to, uh, for me being a basketball uh, fan. So let's kind of jump into our topic here. Let's talk about the importance of leveraging. I mean, you know, there's different aspects. You deal with real estate, you deal with commercial, you deal with land development. Kind of walk us through what are the different aspects of leveraging from from your eyes, from your perspective. I mean, leveraging can go so many ways. Uh, with leveraging, I believe that the knowledge that you you gain through the years or having a great mentor to, to basically walk you through to where you are today is invaluable. Um, you can't you can't teach that unless they're willing unless someone is willing to learn it. Uh, leveraging is something that, you know, with land, like for instance, with land development, you know, it starts somewhere, right? Someone has an idea. Let's, let's create this community. You know, you go to Houston and they have these huge master plan communities where they're over like 500 to a thousand homes. And you're like, how do they even come up with these concepts? 
and the lifestyle and the idea and all these things that's part of leveraging you know understanding how to, to create this magical place where people can could be their first home could be their second home could be their forever home we don't know but it's 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 creating a platform and that goes into t- like that goes into hand with it goes into the same flow as you know getting land development then creating the actual land and then actually building the homes to get the builders to come and then getting the buyers and 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 resales to happen and then it's just a revolving process and leveraging it is to understand your audience and understand the land of where you're purchasing and in the city that you're going to be doing it in because you become the expertise of wherever that is and that's invaluable that's something that you can't you you know you you have that someone else may not have sure 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 so so as we kind of look at the very aspects of leveraging when you went from let's just say uh, you were working in interior design and then you decided to kind of rebrand yourself and basically go back into commercial real estate what was that attraction for you that drove you into real estate, whether it's commercial or, or just residential? What was that attraction for you? I mean, like you said, it was all about money, but did you find that there was more fulfillment in, in what you were being able to bring joy to others as well as to yourself? Most definitely. You know, it all motivates with money, but at the end of the day, if you don't love your job, you're eventually going to find something else, right? So mm-hmm. with that, obviously, money is a huge motivation as far as the initial part of it. But helping someone create their canvas is something that I find that's rewarding to me because they are, you know, some people don't even know how to get started in com- commercial. Like, how do I open up a salon or how do I open up a daycare or how do I even start building a home? And that is, for me, is the most gratifying thing is the process may not be the fun process, but the end result of having them get their keys and opening up their 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 business or their home, they, the smile that you get, the, the gratitude that they come with and the children that, you know, or, or the families that they're supporting and you're seeing that this is where they're going to either lay their head or, um, or they're going to, you know, generate income to help sustain, sustain their family. I think that's the most gratifying thing for me because it just leads more. It just leads to more than just money. Sure, sure, sure. As as we all know, you know, I mean, leveraging requires a uh, an aspect of strategy. It requires an aspect of art and science. Uh, but you know, in 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 your in the context of what you do for for trying to bring people to ensure that they're able to open up their business or be able to to reside in a new home there's also good and bad aspects to that as well and so if we were if we were considering you know where where bad situations have occurred and things that we would want to avoid what would be some of those tidbits of things that you would you would say to our audience as far as leveraging is concerned I think, well, for me as with real estate is understanding what your clients really need and want. Mm-hmm. Um, the need and want is completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone wants this, this, 
this beautiful glass of champagne, but they're on a beer budget, right? So we need to really know and and give them the heart facts of what they can really afford, what they can't afford. Some clients can afford everything, you know. So it's it's really just understanding that to leverage your to leverage yourself better to become a better and more successful salesperson in general. It's it's getting to the core of the root of what they really need, because it could be something so simple as where the client, you know, the husband and the wife they have different wants and needs. Like the wife wants a bigger kitchen, and then the husband. Um, may want a, a, a bigger man cave or doesn't have a man cave, but when you get really down to it, sometimes it's more of a personal reason. Like maybe they have a child that is special needs, or maybe they have a parent that's living with them that can't walk up to the second floor. A lot of people don't really understand that getting to the root of people's real issues is really where you connect and you leverage it because you understand the entire situation. And that can really, you you have a deep connection with your client, and the loyalty is there, and also the sale of of something that you're going to help them build is more gratifying. Right, right, right. So, so those those are those are extremely invaluable uh, insights. I mean, with regards to what you're what you're stating, it seems like you know the payoff. Is 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 more gratifying than anything because not only do you satisfy the, the customer or the client, but also it sounds like you know you you find that fulfillment in you know kind of enjoying that moment in time with them where they they embrace you as being a part of should I say like being the tool or you know being kind of the the uh, you know the through way that they have. <laughs> Right, right, right. Exactly. There you go. I I wasn't going to get into the psyche, but since you brought it up, yes. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It's and, okay. And, I'm used to it. Yeah. Well, and, and certainly, you know, I mean, I I've bought I bought you know uh, a house before, and you know, and, and and getting ready hopefully to to buy another home. But but in the same aspect, you know, I I can be sympathetic with what you know realtors go through, and and a lot of times, you know, you are dealing with a yin and a yang and you're dealing with a, a day and night type of situation but you know in most cases i won't say in most cases but in some cases where you find those things to be very fluid you know like before you even have a customer you know like let's let's just say the good side of it before you even have a customer they've already sent you over this is what i'm looking for this is how i want it you know i don't want to look at this i don't want to look at that here's my price range and so forth and so on you can kind of identify those as somewhat moderate successes or or almost wins because now you've got enough information pulled in where you don't have to go through a barrage of things that that kind of fill out you know the opposing team to see what they want <laughs> well i think that is a great segue but at the same time i think what a lot of people in the sales industry they lose the sight of just a general right there it's a cookie cutter questions right mm-hmm. and they don't get into the deeper root of of someone's really getting to know that person because relationships really grow and they grow to referrals they grow to understand your client better a, a lot of times for in my industry real estate agents don't even meet their clients for the first time until the first house 
Mm. Um, I always make a point to meet my clients beforehand, whether it's a Zoom call now because that's you know that's our new way, um, or you know, or getting coffee somewhere because I may not be the right fit for them. My personality, my 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 selling style, my you know my just me in general. You know, I just have to make sure that we jive and vibe in the same way because not every client's for you. That's true. That's true. So let's talk about a little bit, you know, as it relates to leveraging your strengths. You know, you started out, like I said, we talked about a little bit about, you know, you started out in in sales before you got into real estate. So how did you kind of, let's just say, reinvent yourself to, to be able to make that transition, that transformation into really getting out of even though they they seem to be very similar but you had to go and and basically you know as they say pass a real estate test and and do all of these things but did you find that transition hard or was it easy for you what what was that like for you oh gosh i mean so backstory is i've had my real real estate license forever but i went into new home sales and then transitioned back and i had to rebrand myself blah 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 fast forward where i am now Um, I was lucky enough to continue to brand myself as the go-to person in real estate, which was really great because it helped out for me to segue into my full-time position as being now solely in real estate, fully in every aspect. But um, the branding and the marketing and and being transparent and the social media and all these platforms now that are the new way of basically connecting to people is is has, has helped me leverage my career to connect with people that I probably would have never connected with um, mm-hmm. if it wasn't mm-hmm. for these different platforms. You know, like me and you, we connected on LinkedIn. That probably would have never happened if we never had LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you know, the other aspect of this, and you know, me being honest and cutting to the chase, you know, I think from my standpoint, you know, you kept posting all of these like. I mean, my wife would be like, did you see that house? And, you know, and I'm like, who's posting all this stuff out there that's costing me money just even thinking about it? And finally, finally I was like, okay, I'm going to go look. So I looked and then I was like, wow, that's a nice home. And then that's a nice home. And my wife started saying, hey, well, will we consider moving back to Houston if we take this opportunity? And I was like, well, that could be a possibility. And then I said, all right. So I need to find me a connection in Houston. And obviously through your post that my wife were seeing, looking at all these beautiful homes and looking at all these nice things that you're posting, you know, you kind of organically gained not only a friend, a follower, but a potential customer, a client. You yeah. Know? You know, and, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so kudos to you for doing that. And then of course, now that we're hooked up on Instagram, you know, I, we only got five more minutes, but I, I have to jump into some of the fun facts. No right? worries. So here, yeah. Here, here's some of the fun facts. When I started following you on Instagram, I was like, oh my God, man. I'm like, I, you know, I remember talking to you in the, in the intro going, Hey, uh, under, I, you know, I was kind of soft spoken about it. Cause I was like, I wanted to provide all due respect, but I was saying to myself, Hey, do you, do you model? I mean, I was like, wait a minute. You know, I was like, should I be asking that? <laughs> And you were like, no, like, Greg, no, 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 no. Not even close. <laughs> so, 
so yeah, that that was that was a pretty fun fact. And then of course, you know, I saw you. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. It was like one of these one of your houses you had up for sale. I don't even remember what the price was, but I was like, man, that's a nice Bentley. That's a you know, there's a nice this, there's a nice that. But it was like totally awesome to look through your pictures, look through how you're branding yourself, and basically you know attracting the right type of potential buyer. I mean, I I was like, this is this is all on point. So my hats go off to you for what you are doing on social media as a real estate agent as a branding, as an influencer, particularly as it relates to LinkedIn, because I think you're following on, or not LinkedIn, but you're following on Instagram, if far by supersedes whatever's happening on LinkedIn, but I know everybody's gotta have some presence on every single platform nowadays, which is kind of crazy, but but yeah. certainly, you know. <laughs> well, so I mean, I just like to be, you know, when, when it comes to homes and ca- fancy cars and all that good stuff, it's a lifestyle, right? So a lot of people mm-hmm. have these humongous homes. Obviously, they're going to probably have a nice car. So mm-hmm. you just want to create that idea of like, okay, this is what it's like to live in this house or this is what it's like to live in this high rise or this is what it's like to live in, you know, a ranch or whatever their, you know, their end result wants to be. But it's kind of just giving them that idea of what the possibility could be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I totally 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 agree with you so besides real estate sorry my house is a jungle (laughs) hey no worries no worries we're 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 live with this so we're just gonna roll with it besides uh real estate besides working out besides traveling these are all things that you love to do now share with us something that we don't really know that you love to do so i also love to dance um, oh and, and I know, God. I know your, your wife is, is Peruvian, correct? Yep. So, that's right. uh, I actually took dance classes for bachata, merengue and salsa. So wow. it's just something fun, you know, but living in Texas, like, you know, growing up in New Orleans, I didn't even know that was, but living in Texas, I kind of grew the love for eating, you know, Latin food and understanding Latin culture because it's such a Latin influence, um, state. So, you know, I had to kind of pick up my street Spanish and, you know, and uh, learn to enjoy it and, and the food and the, the people and the music. And I love it. So that's something a cool. lot of people don't know about me. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, anytime you want to go to Peru, you just let us know because uh, when COVID's over, we're definitely planning on spending a lot of time back in our, back in our native country to uh, to kind of enjoy a little bit of the food, the, the family, you know, the embracing aspect of, of what we love about Peru, just like we love with Houston, of course, as well. So when you talk about leveraging and we've talked about, you know, leveraging your strengths, you also have to find a way to learn and study. And 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 what I want to find out from you is who was your kind of mentor that you kind of latched on to as you started to make some of these transitions in life to be able to kind of help you define where you are today? That's a very broad answer because, um, well, I'm the oldest, so I had to pave my own way. And I've luck- yep. luckily I've had a lot of great family members that have become very successful in life and I was able to talk to them and they helped kind of guide me through. But, you know, their business is different from my business. So we, you know, I kind of just, I've learned that mindset is a huge one 
and reading books and talking to different people and uh, going out there and and opening up your mind to the possibility of understanding someone's journey, kind of like what you're doing right now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once you open up that that sector and it actually helps you want to learn and evolve yourself, I think that's where you end up becoming better because you actually actively are listening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. So is there any takeaways at this point in time that maybe as people begin to think about, you know, investment, borrowing money, getting ready to buy land or or buying commercial property, are there any tidbits of information that you'd like to say, you know, let's just say like your top two or three takeaways that you say, you would say to the listeners if you're going to consider leveraging, these are the things you must consider. So right now, with the way our country is sitting, our interest rate has never been this low. That's number one. So if you're considering about buying, it's a seller's market. So if you have a house to sell, this is the perfect time to get multiple offers over ask. And make sure you hire a seasoned agent, please. <laughs> number right, two right. is... With that being said, obviously, when you look for another home, right, you're going to have some of that. um, Sorry, uh, you're going to have some of that on the opposite end because you sell a house, you make more money. Now you're going to have to pay a little bit more to get into a house. So it goes both ways. But because people are at home more, they're realizing they don't like their setup in their home. They didn't like their kitchen or it's not enough office space now because they're doing work from home. I have clients that now that are working home indefinitely. So their big old house that they had now seems really small. Um, Mm -hmm. And I call it right sizing. I don't call it upgrading or downgrading. I call it right sizing because every home could be the exact square footage, but it's, it's depending on the floor plan if it works out or not. So that would be my takeaway is kind of like leveraging the market right now. So if you're contemplating about thinking about selling, do it. (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, certainly we appreciate having you on board, Andrea. This has been awesome. We're we're literally out of time. Um, You know, to our listeners, we'd like to say thank you for participating and listening in. This has been episode 39. Andrea, this is going to be great having the dogs in the background and the kids. I know. (laughs) Well, don't forget, guys, if you're listening, follow me on Instagram, Andrea Tran Real Estate. There you go. And, of course, you being from New Orleans, you got to give us that who that, who that. That who that for the stinks. (laughs) Yep, all day, all day. (laughs) All right. Well, look, this has been great. Thank you very much. We'd like to say goodbye to our listeners. Please be safe. You know, we know we got a lot going on out there in the world today. Uh, we know there's a lot going on in California. There's a tropical storm coming up the Gulf. There's mm-hmm. there's all these crazy things that's going on right now. But, you know, keep your faith in the Lord. And uh, God bless everyone. And this is Gregory Proctor, Episode 39, Importance of Leveraging. Bye-bye, people.